An elegant weapon for a more civilized age. Okay. <clears throat> This is episode 406 of An Elegant Weapon. Tonight, kids, spoilers, spoilers, spoilers. We're going to talk about the Batman. Sitting in the co-pilot seat, as very often is usually, ladies and gentlemen, Mr. Anthony Rutgazer. Hello, Anthony. Hey, as a matter of fact, I just realized something. I should have my... Uh, my earbuds in if I'm using my iPad. Uh, vamp for a second. I'm going to go get them. They're in the kitchen. <laughs> I'll vamp away. Uh, welcome back, kids. It's crazy times. Uh, today, we're going to talk about the Batman. Today is a week after the Batman has been released. Now, normally, I would jump all over these things, and I would be right on top of it. But this time, I wanted to I don't know if I wanted to so much as I needed to let this one percolate a little bit uh, percolated to the point where we got to today. And just several hours ago, we were given the teaser for Obi-Wan Kenobi. So we're going to have to yeah. do that a little bit uh, too. Um, but as far as the Batman, Anthony, you just saw it yesterday. Yes, I saw it last night. Okay, I saw it last Thursday. Now, mm-hmm. this movie has been a very, very interesting experience for me. Oh, what yes. made this? What made this particular movie so interesting? It's become more the effects of the movie than the movie itself for me. And I'll explain that by saying uh, I talked recently on the show about how I spent a while off of Facebook and off social Mm -hmm. media. And something that had happened in that time was I really started to enjoy the things I liked more and I enjoyed them just for themselves because I wasn't enduring a lot of criticism online. I wasn't seeing a lot of arguing or debating. I was just seeing things for what they were to me and just enjoying them. Right. I wasn't, okay. over, I wasn't overthinking it. Uh, and anything I was thinking about was just, you know, the cool things you like to think about in your own head. Right. Yeah. So, uh, you know, I've tried to maintain that attitude, even though I have returned to social media and, Going into this movie, I was very, very optimistic Mm -hmm. and was looking forward more to this movie than I have pretty much anything else for a long time. And I think I kind of had a good idea of what I was going to get, you know, and a lot of that idea I did get. Now, what there's a difference between what I thought of the movie just of itself and the effect that it had on me because the, the effect that it had on me was more profound than what I thought about the movie. Now, what I mean by that is being in a place where I have been trying to pay just more attention to the things I like. 
and trying to be less judgmental and less critical. I just wanted to enjoy this movie for what it was, but I also had high hopes to see certain things that I wanted to see. And like, and what did you, what did you I just want wanted a certain, see? I just wanted a certain Batman. I just wanted, you know, you know, how everybody's got their certain aspects of Batman that they love and that they want to okay. see. They want to see a, a particular Batman of the thousands of iterations that have been put out there. Right. Uh-huh. And, um, Here's the thing. First of all, I thought the movie was excellent. I thought it was wonderful. I thought it was a great movie. But it got but. me th- but it got me <laughs> thinking and feeling because of the fact that it wasn't what I'd hoped for, but it was as good as I hoped it would be in a different way. Okay, which, but which what, made okay, me but hold, hold, on, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, right, you hold right, on. Right. Which made me face myself as a Batman fan and as a comic book fan, and you know, and made me try to be not selfish about it. So I'm I I ended up enjoying the movie more afterwards, even though there were things that disappointed me. They didn't disappoint me as much as they normally would because I'm starting to understand different things. I'm starting to understand that. At this point, we have had so many Batmans and so many different Batman stories have been told. Batman, this character who, you know, resonates with so many people that over the decades it has drawn in many of the greatest writers in the comic book field because they've wanted to work on this character. And that's given us just this plethora of amazing stories based around Batman. And there's, I've realized there's no way you're always going to get the exact thing that you want. Uh And because of that, there's no reason to be disappointed in what you've been given. So because of this attitude I'm trying to adopt, uh, I, I, I have grown to like this movie more and more as I think about it and more as it's something because the, my immediate reaction was honestly, what the hell? (laughs) Like, because I, I had the I had the wrong idea about it. Now, of course, as I said, spoilers, 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 spoilers. My initial reaction, which I, you know, I, I, I've thought about a lot more was like, because I really enjoyed the movie. I enjoyed watching it. And then I was like, wait a minute. He, he loses. Like, what the hell? He doesn't even win. Like, really, this whole movie could have happened without Batman in it almost. And that was like, no, no, I know no, I'm wrong. Indi- I know this I know. is not an Indiana Jones situation. Mike. I know. Well, that's what I realized. The Batman, because there is a certain Batman that I was hoping to see that I can see in plenty of other places and in, in many different ways. And just because I didn't get the Batman I was hoping for doesn't mean this wasn't a fantastic Batman. Mm-hmm. And I'm really looking forward to a sequel because I think a sequel will actually lead to a Batman that is much more in line with the Batman I'm hoping to see. So, you know, I'm very happy with this movie. I love this movie. This movie was great. And it's, it's, I've grown on it more over the past week, the more I've thought about it and realized that was kind of the point of the movie was that this is a young Batman who's failing and hasn't figured everything out yet and makes mistakes you know, and uh, as much as that may not be the Batman that I'm, you know, into, I mean, we've had a lot of young Batman and we've had a lot of old Batman. 
Mm-hmm. You know, we haven't had a lot of in-between Batman, or at least a lot of good in-between Batman. And, yeah. you know, I, I, that's my own selfish bat bias, you know, but this bat, the, bat the, bias, you've, but the whole, given it, you've given it a name, you know, but the, it, you know, <laughs> I mean, the, that was kind of the point of the movie, right? Was this guy having to fail and learn. And in the end, he did save a, a lot of people. But yeah. it, it wasn't like this. Uh, I don't know. It just wasn't this like more a more triumphant of a ending that I guess I was hoping for. But one of the reasons I liked it. Yeah. One of the reasons I've I've grown to like it more when I think about it more. And I understand because like there was a lot to take in. It is a big movie. There's a, yeah. it's a long, big, epic fucking movie. And you got to soak a lot in. And it took and I'm I'm happy I took the time to do that, too. I'm happy because immediately online, it was there was a lot of divisiveness. There was a lot of, you know, stuff going on from all over the place. Everybody had opinions about it. Most people liked it, but there were a lot of opinions. People liked it for many different reasons, though. I also noticed. Uh-huh. So I'm kind of happy that I didn't jump all over this and I didn't just hit record and, and go crazy. And because I'm, I'm really happy that I got something that made me think. No other Batman movie has made me sit there and think for a week. You know what I mean? And that in itself, yeah. that in itself is, is a triumph. That's what a movie, a movie is supposed to do. Right. So, you know, that didn't even spoil anything about the movie, but those, that's my initial thoughts, feelings, and experience about the movie. How about you? Um, I, I think I went into it with uh, a little less prejudice <laughs> than you did. Um, I knew that based on casting alone, it was going to be, it was going to be a different take on Batman. So I just, you know, I, if, if during the production of this movie, I had any thoughts or feelings of, um, eh, I, you know, am I going to like this? Is this going to be anything that I, I, that, you know, any, any kind of a Batman that I enjoy by the time the movie gets to us, um, those feelings are gone. And I was just ready to, uh, experience whatever version of Batman was given to me. And, um, you know, now part of that is because, uh, the Joker was so uh so different than what i would have expected um for a a a vehicle starring that character but and i've said so many times over the last few years uh the joker the joker is a great movie and part of the reason it's great is because it's two completely different Martin Scorsese movies jammed together. It's King of Comedy and it's Taxi Driver. Okay. (laughs) This version of Batman, the Batman for me shares a lot of uh, shares a lot with movies like seven. Yeah. And, um, and it's, it's uh, one of the reasons I liked it is because and this is a thing that I have that I've bitched about about with the comic books for so long is I want Detective <laughs> Batman. 
I want detective Batman. I don't want superhero Batman necessarily. I want, I want detective Batman. And this movie is definitely detective Batman. And here's, here's your first spoiler. Uh, thumb drive. Right. When he puts together the missing thumb and the card this is drive and comes up with, you know, let's go find the car. I'm looking for a USB, blah, blah, blah. You need this to, to, to open it, to unlock it. That to me is, oh my God, Detective Batman. And that made me so happy. And, it, and that is the point where I was sold on the movie. That to me was the that was the moment where I said, "Okay, you son of a bitch, I'm in." <laughs> let, let me let me see what else you've got to offer. And I I honestly think that this is one of the best Batman movies uh, ever. Like I I rank this above the Nolan movies. I would, I would, I would, um, yeah. as much as I, I, I you know what, I, I'm starting. There's to, only one, there's only one Nolan movie I actually you like. Know what? I'm, I'm, I'm stretched to the point, Anthony, where I'm, I don't even want to rank the movies. There's so many good things in each of them that could be, that are just as good as, you know, I guess, well, I shouldn't say all of them, you know, which we know which ones don't really, you know, resonate with others. But, um, mm. um, you know, the good things, there's such good things in all of the good stuff that like I'm more starting to pick little tiny parts about. Like, I wouldn't say this movie represents my best Batman. I'm more thinking this scene represents like what I like about it. Like you just yeah. said, the whole thumb drive thing finally you got but, to see him being Detective Batman, right? But here, here's here, here's the thing. Um, I don't want us to become or to remain, if we have been. It's up for it's up to uh, you know people listening or watching to decide. I don't want to be hypercritical of uh, every last moment of every film, but I want the film the story of any film to work as a whole. I don't want, you know, I mean, we, we talked about book of Boba Fett. And one of the things that we said about book of Boba Fett was that there were so many good moments, so many good things, you know, scenes, blah, 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 characters, whatever in book of Boba Fett. But what we did, what we also said was that, it was not great as one cohesive story. Right. Yeah. Okay. So I'm not going to, uh, the last, uh, the last Jedi is a great example. When that, when the last Jedi first came out, I loved it because I thought it subverted, uh, expectations. Here's, here's what the audience thinks is going to happen. Um, take that, turn it on its head, you know, change everything. Um, but then as, as moments went on and I thought about it more, I liked it less and less 
uh, like that whole Canto bite scene with the uh, with the, <laughs> the with the space horses, camel horses, whatever they were. That, that that's so stupid. You you just jammed in an action scene. Yeah. I think it takes away from the movie. Yeah. Um, so I don't I don't want to like. I mean, we can talk about this was cool and that was cool and that character was cool, but as a movie to talk about the Batman or any of the Batman movies as a whole and say whether, you know, yay or nay on the movie. Um, two of the three Chris Nolan movies are a nay for me. Just blah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, this movie is, is a big thumbs up for me. This is either my second or third. I like the whole thing. I like the whole thing. Batman 89 is still my favorite. Yeah. But this This is neck and this is neck and neck with um, Batman begins for me. The two the two Tim Burton Batman films and this would be my three favorite Batman films. I uh, I would have to put more thought into a, a ranking of them. And number four is Adam West. <laughs> the, to me, the Adam West Batman movie is still more enjoyable beginning to end than Val Kilmer, George Clooney, the the first and third uh, uh, Nolan sure, film. Sure. Um, any yeah. of any of I love. I love Ben Affleck as Batman, but all the movies he was in as Batman, yeah, uh, and yeah, and you, 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 uh, you, Zack Snyder, you, Zack Snyder stands can come after me all you want. The fact is, his movies suck. I I didn't think that they necessarily sucked. (laughs) No, they do. They they absolutely do. Uh, I'm sorry, the warehouse. My still his my, version of Justice League. His version of Justice League is better than the theatrical version. Far better. But that's like, but that's like saying, that's like saying a baby throwing up on you is better than a baby pooping on you. All right. Well, we're not talking about Zach. <laughs> because for me, I just wanted to. I wanted to anger me, Zach Snyder fans. Well, no, for you know what it is for me. I I get it. Like you know what the thing about Zach is, and the thing that like a lot of people don't get about Snyder fans is, is we get it. We know it's not the most cohesive, well-told stories or movies, but we just then why would you we just want to see? It's like more of what, looking at a painting for us. We we don't expect that. We're not in it for that. We're in for the absolute visual eye candy of what he does with shit. It really is for for somebody who loves that kind of thing and the way he does it. It's overwhelmingly beautiful to watch. And like for Ugh. me, still my favorite Batman scene, even though those movies are nowhere near my close, my favorite Batman movies, the warehouse scene where he saves Martha for me, I can watch that. Just that's my favorite Batman scene. It's even it's unrealistic as fuck. Okay, but that's that. Uh, but, but it's but, it's. But you know what? I, I'm not so paying. I'm not paying. I'm not paying eighteen dollars. Yeah, but I am. To we watch. Are. I'm not paying eighteen dollars <laughs> to watch. A scene. Well, no, if I'm gonna pay, if I'm gonna it. pay, if I'm gonna pay eighteen dollars to watch a scene, it's gonna be OnlyFans. 
Jets. <laughs> so let me talk about, well, let me see what you agree as far as my absolute favorite thing about the Batman. Okay. Absolute favorite thing was the acting. I thought every single performance in that movie was fucking like just, just so far above anything that's been given in any of the other movies, except maybe Nicholson, even though he was kind of characterish. Um, but, but still the acting in this movie. Okay. Uh, Rob Pattinson nailed, mm-hmm. he nailed, but he's, Oh, I don't know if I can say it, but he's like, he may be, maybe my favorite Batman performance. Okay. And you're Rob, allowed to say that. And well, I'm, it's just, it's, it rides such a line, right? Um, cause I love Keaton so much too, but here's the thing again, uh, Keaton, you know, such a well-balanced and his way in was Bruce Wayne. Right. Whereas this Bruce Wayne is kind of an emo non-playboy, you know, kind of Bruce Wayne. You have to accept yeah. that that's what they're going for. Cool. Sure. But his, and it, and it his makes Batman, sense. his Batman, like he, he for for the few lines that he actually did have through three hours, right? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was not the it was not even any of that. It was his moments of like, okay, when he's in the cop station and he wakes up and kind of freaks out after he's lying, he's been knocked out there. Yeah. Just the tension after that. And when he's talking to Gordon and the tension and, and when he gets up and just the fucking eye, just like the intimidative look that he's able to give through that mask and the way he somehow presents his fucking skinny little frame. Like when he goes into the, uh, the iceberg lounge as Batman and just, I don't know. There's a few moments where he literally, the look he gives people is like, I fucking dare you. And he does, he does it in a way that no other Batman has done. He has come no. through the cowl. He has come yeah. through the cowl probably better than any other Batman. It's amazing what he did. I I uh, I agree. I love his performance as Batman, and I think uh, in in a certain way he makes the he ends up making the most sense as uh, as Bruce Wayne and Batman. That performance makes sense. Because that is the kind of uh, brooding, uh, emotional, can't let things go, can't get over things, driven, psychotic, almost yeah. uh, level of of personality that you would expect from from a guy who is going to dress up like a bat and beat <laughs> people up. Yeah. <laughs> to solve crimes he's he's super smart like i mean he should be diagnosed with something and this is a thing i've said plenty of times uh you find one good therapist and there is no more batman yeah you get you you find one solid psychoanalyst to sort through bruce wayne's uh, survivor's guilt and there is no more Batman. Right. Yeah. He it's... he ta- he su- he suddenly has a big it breathe out and hey, I got a billion dollars. And he does good, but he stops dressing up like an idiot. 
<laughs> All it would if somebody would just buy him a subscription to BetterHelp.com, not a sponsor. Uh, <laughs> that's how you destroy. That's how you defeat the Batman. That's if, if therapy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. If if any if any one of Batman's here's a here's a peacemaker slight peacemaker reference. If any one of Batman's coterie of supervillains uh, finds out his identity, puts two and two together about why Bruce Wayne is the Batman, why this guy is dressing up like a flying rodent, beating me up whenever I try to rob a bank. Fucking, like, (laughs) the most dangerous villain in Batman's, uh, Batman's rogues gallery should be Harley Quinn. Should be, yeah. If she could just get her shit together <laughs> for one conversation, yeah, she could solve the she could solve the bat. It'd be a difficult task being so deep into it, but maybe if they'd gotten to him when he was a child, and fucking yeah. maybe if Alfred had made a few, you know, proper guardianship type <laughs> decisions, yeah. like putting him into therapy. But this instead this, of just I teaching mean, him how to fight. <laughs> th- this movie, beginning to end, is fantastic casting. Oh the my acting, though, god! Is, I don't want to get Colin Farrell. Colin, Colin Farrell, Farrell as he, he just as had so Oswald. much fun with it. He just chewed up the scenery. Yeah. Eh? Oh, my favorite fantastic. performance, I think, of the movie though, mm-hmm. <clears throat> Jeffrey Wright. I think that Gordon yeah. was that's a was, spectacular Jim Gordon. It was amazing. He carried yeah. the fuck out of this movie in a way like his that is such a, such an amazing Jim Gordon. It was delicious. The whole all of the acting, literally, even like. I'm Zoe Kravitz's performance was not as typical as I almost thought. Like there's a certain easy way to do a Catwoman to fall into. And she yeah. almost kept it mellower. She she really played that way more super low key than I expected her to play it. Every one of the performances aside. Yeah, every one of the performances aside from Colin Farrell is very grounded and very realistic. Very, th- this is the most believable Batman. Mm-hmm. This is honestly yeah. the most believable Batman. Yeah. Now, Farrell is the one character who gets to uh, be flamboyant, for lack of another uh, better word. He gets to get wacky. Yeah. And, and that is, and that's tremendous. Um, it's great that they, you know, that they chose him and let him, like, I mean, what people have been saying all along, he's unrecognizable in the makeup and the character is just so, so big. It's, uh, and, uh, even Paul Dano as the Riddler. He was um, so creepy when he was finally revealed, like he 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 creeped me out when he was finally in prison and they were having that conversation there yeah. he was just there was something weird he was doing with his face that was just creeping the shit out of me i don't yeah. even i don't know if it was like a twitch or the way he was holding his mouth and just he, like he plays it he plays it very very believable and very creepy oh and my i god 
I just oh. love that. I'm, I'm, when, when they catch up to him in the diner, I'm just yeah. waiting and waiting and waiting. I'm on the edge of my seat thinking, what's he going to say? Like, does he say, does he give a creepy hello? Like, what does he say? And then just, I, I ordered a piece of pumpkin pie. <laughs> fucking terrific. This yeah. was, a, this was, uh, I mean, kudos to, uh, to, to, to Matt Reeves and, and, and to the cast because they, uh, the script is perfect. The acting is pitch perfect. It was so I, good. Yeah, I can't. I can't think of anything. And uh, Totoro, oh, Totoro wow. is. I love how I love how soft spoken and smiley he is. He reminds me. Um, He's such a pro. I'm gonna. I'm gonna forget the actor's name, and I'm gonna. Such I'm actually gonna. Pro, man. I'm gonna. I'm gonna make a point of looking. I got IMDb open here. I'm gonna make a point of looking up the guy's name because I want to get this right. There could be. Um, there's a lot of possible award nominations in this movie. Like anyone oh, sure. deserve it. Yeah. Uh, Joe Spinell. Joe Spinell is the actor I'm thinking of. Um, he played Mr. Gazzo in in uh, the first couple of Rocky films. That was the uh, the, the 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 small time mob guy that right. uh, Rocky worked for. Yeah, yeah, I remember. And. Yeah. He's in a couple of the, he's he's in a couple of the uh, the first two Godfather movies, and uh, in the second Godfather movie, he uh, you'll remember him from testifying uh, in front of the Senate in the first Godfather movie when they stop the revolving door. He's the guy who smiles and shoots the guy through the door. Joe Spinell um, didn't need to as a mob guy didn't need to yell and scream and freak out. And that was what I liked about Totoro's performance. He he's in charge. He doesn't have, he didn't have to freak out. He could smile and weave a lie or tell the truth, you know, whatever he wanted to say, he was, he was relaxed and it was, it was fantastic. Hey, I'm just gonna, you know, we're walking into the, we're walking into a funeral. Hey, how are you? <laughs> hey, this is I love yeah. this kid. He puts his no, hand on Bruce's smooth, shoulder. Man, he plays it yeah. perfect. Everybody, like nobody's role didn't didn't fit there. Andy Circus, great fucking Alfred. Oh yeah. You know, and uh and I love how they had like an Aunt Harriet type character. Like Dory, yeah. She was she ever in the comics? Do we know? I don't. Do I don't. Know? I don't know. I don't. I, I don't know that she's a character. I love that. Of, of course, comics, he'd have but... a bigger staff than just him alone with his fucking butler. Like, <laughs> yeah, you know. And uh, it, yeah, it, it was beautiful. Um, visually, it was fantastic. Uh, mm-hmm. You know, the the mis- the mystery part of it is so well put together and i would expect a few that of the it's... riddles were a little rudimentary like they're you know like yeah but remember the riddler throughout this the riddler wants to be caught the riddler yeah. is tr- is trying to get caught um he's not <laughs> why he, by the way is that why did he want to get caught uh it's 
it's ego um with with any character like that they want to be recognized in the end they want to be recognized as the hero of their story there's you know um why was he okay with getting caught before knowing that bruce lorraine was dead or not because he was so certain remember that he's he's absolutely certain that the batman is with him right he's certain he's certain that the batman and he will will work together and create this 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 see that kind of comes out of nowhere you know what i mean that kind of comes out of nowhere yeah i no, I i don't think it comes out of nowhere i think it's i think it makes a lot of sense that you know he's he's not going to do it alone. He sees his character like I mean this is this is Batman Year Two because that was a big the big twist for me. Like I was really surprised when he didn't when it turns out he didn't know he was Bruce Wayne. I was like, oh fuck, he's yeah. off. You know. Well, I mean that's how. Again, I think it is uh, one of the little details I liked was him taking off the contact lenses, right uh, when when Bruce takes off the contact lenses and uh, changes his eye color, right? It's another way that he's hiding in plain sight. Like I've always thought that there's really no reason for the bottom half of his face to be visible. If you're, if you're trying to keep a secret identity, you got to Spider-Man that shit up. Right. Yeah. So if it's a, if it's a little, uh, any little thing that, um, serves to hide the identity the secret identity i'm with and if it's you know even if it's i vibrate my face at super speed so that no one can take photos of me i'm that's a good <laughs> least, one i think yeah I like but that's that that's that's marvel no prize kind of stuff man just yeah give me give me an explanation okay you at least thought of it um so it, it it doesn't bother me that uh, it doesn't it doesn't bother me that the Riddler doesn't know that he's Batman. In fact, I enjoy the does he or doesn't he know that's going on through the movie. You know, you get you get that yeah. that sense at one point that oh, he absolutely knows, and yeah. he's coming. He's he knows, and he's coming for. That's why he's targeting the Batman because he knows it's Bruce Wayne and it's the sins of the father and blah, blah, blah. But, uh, but in the end it's um, he thinks the Batman is going to help him fucking murder Bruce or he'll be entertained by it or whatever. He thinks that he thinks that the Batman is going to be his partner in creating this. I, I, I think that, the mystery part of it, the crime part of it, the, you know, the, the layers of that are, are so well put together that even in my own writing, I think sometimes, okay, have I, have I included enough detail uh, to make a villain's motivation or a hero's motivation, a character's motivation makes sense. Like it's one thing in my head if I say, um, well, you know, he's a goody two shoes 
That's why when he finds out he's got, he's got powers, he's going to use them for good. It's another thing I need to be able to convince an audience, a reader who is finding this character for the very first time that yes, these are, these are this character's traits. And it makes sense that when the inciting incident happens, that everything that follows is in line with that character's character. Of course. (laughs) Yeah. So the, 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 the crime itself, the, you know, the, the, the series of crimes themselves are really, really, really well. I think they're well thought out. I think that, you know, you're saying that some of the clues were a little simple, but I think they're, uh, I think they're, I guess overall, the tone is, there's, I don't want to overcomplicate it, right? You don't want to overcomplicate it as well for the general audience, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. You, well, yeah, you want, you want your crowd to, you, you want your audience to, um, Maybe not to be able to solve. I don't want my audience to be able to solve it before uh, before it's solved on screen. I'd like my audience to hear the answer and go, "Oh yeah!" yeah. Like I like I had that moment with thumb drive. Yeah, you know, and it was like, "Did oh, you? Fuck yeah!" I, I had mean. a little bit of a Martha moment though. Where I guess it's kind of smart, but you know how when they're figuring out the clue and they swear to to God, the rat with wings and all that shit, that it's Batman. He's at at that moment is when he's like convinced. He's like, okay, he knows I'm Bruce Wayne, like, you you know, Mm -hmm. rat or whatever. Uh, But then to use Falcone, the Falcon, Mm -hmm. as being the actual rat was kind of, you know, clever in a way, but I don't know. It also felt like, oh, my God. A bit Martha-ish. I, at, I had the same yeah. time that clue. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I mean uh, such a small, tiny, stupid gripe that I don't even want to make it. You know, the one thing that I loved, and I'm 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 looking forward to him being back in the sequel, is uh, is when the penguin, when Oz schools them on Spanish, it's yeah. like you idiots. And I was like, oh yeah, yeah, this <laughs> asshole, smart too. Uh, yeah, well, I'm looking forward I, to the show. They're gonna to watch him grow on the show, the yeah. HBO show that they're doing. You know? Oh, they are. They're doing a. HBO oh, you didn't Max know that? Show? Yeah, they're no, doing no. a. Yeah, it's all about the penguin and him taking over oh. now and sucking up Good the power him. vacuum. I will yeah. say this. I will say this. I have. Uh, I have one single problem with the movie. And it's, um, I cannot remember the YouTuber that said this. I could find it pretty quickly. But there's only one problem I have with the movie. And this is the Indiana Jones moment for me. Okay? Okay. This movie could have been 10 minutes long. Do you know how they could have solved the crimes much quicker? Yeah. You get that, they unlock the thumb drive, right? Right. And they get all these photos. Where were the photos taken? They were taken outside the Iceberg Lounge, right? Right. Where was the photographer? Right. 
check the angles. <laughs> if they had just checked the, if they looked up and checked the angle, yeah. it's the exact same window <laughs> that later becomes the fucking sniper's roost. Right. If it's they had looked at these, if they if they had looked at these photos, yeah, if they had looked at these photos and gone. <laughs> yeah mm. they would have solved they would have solved it they would have walked into his apartment oh. and found everything and at least two people wouldn't have died <laughs> so yeah and my whole big gripe kind of thing was like he kind of like he like he didn't do like he didn't really make much of an effect on anything until the very end when he cut that thing and saved a bunch of people from getting electrocuted. Other mm-hmm. than other than that, he didn't, you know, the seawall broke, the place got flooded and right. all those people got killed and the Can't only, win them all. Yeah, I guess not. And the best thing that came out of the movie at the end, he, he the, the ending of the movie was basically I've learned that hope is better than vengeance. And that was kind of the point of the whole damn movie. And it was like, okay. So I guess that's why I look to a sequel more. Fine, if you want to be hopeful, Batman. As long as Batman keeps kicking ass like he did. Because I loved his rage. I don't want all his rage to go away. You know, like, I love when he took that shit, that shot in his leg. And shot that shit up, whatever it was. And he was almost dead. And then he did that. And the look on Catwoman's face when he was like, just pummeling that guy, the lick of fear yeah. that she had looking at him. Love yeah. that. Yeah. Great. great. Thank you for pointing that out. Cause what was that? I have an idea of what that was. I took it as just adrenaline. I took it as a vial of water from a Lazarus pit. Oh, really? A lot of people are yeah. taking it as venom, the Bane juice. Yeah, that's that's fine for them. I think it was just a fucking adrenaline shot, I think, man. I think it was Lazarus Pit water. No, because I don't think they're it, going there yet. Come on, look how but, grounded but, but this. But, movie hear, but was. hear me out. Hear me out. It revives him. It revives him, and he goes wackadoo. Yeah. <laughs> no, I think it's a shot of adrenaline. Man. All right, he fucking pumps right. that shit hey, in, and that's fine. Boom. Two movies, two movies from now, when I'm proven right, <laughs> I, want, I want you to, I want you to shake my hand, be a man, what, and shake what, my hand. I will if that happens. <laughs> um, do you see what I mean? Though, why I'm really excited about a sequel, just because I'm kind of over new Batman. I yeah. really want to see a more primed out Batman who is, you know, a little more on top of shit. Yeah. No, I'm. Uh, listen. Yeah. I want a sequel. I want a sequel to this. I, yeah. I, I've, I've said. I'm I'm not a huge fan of the Christopher Nolan movies. Uh, two out of three of them, two out of three of them were. My just, favorite was Batman. No, I love really. I loved Batman. Really, Begins. yeah, thought it was great. really. Yeah, why you didn't know? Qui Gon uh Al Ghul. I love that he went and did the train, and then he was supposed to do. You know, mm, mm. it just you know, you know, I'm not saying they're bad movies. The, the the Christopher Nolan movies aren't bad. Well, that last one is last one. Is co- the cops are the cops are trapped underground for yeah. five months. I'm not. Come on, yeah. yeah. Come yeah. on. <laughs> There's enough time to bump into the Ninja Turtles for God's sake. Well, they just getting <laughs> they just getting pizza delivered. Just just shove it in the grate. There, yeah. all the cops in Gotham suddenly become Pennywise. Hey kid, come here. 
Yeah, kind of nonsense. Oh, that that last movie is just like, uh, yeah, whatever. I got to do one more for these idiots. I did um, really enjoy Batman Begins. Though. Okay, gotta see you're allowed. You're you're allowed. It <laughs> and and it wasn't. It it Batman Begins is not an awful film, but it just it, it didn't really really. Do okay, it. look, there's a big thing here, and it's such a stupid thing for me. But okay, <laughs> one of the most important things for me about Batman is the cape. The cape is like half the character sometimes to me. It's just a part of the character. I now, like that the cape didn't get in the way. It did not get in the way. It was used yeah. pretty good, right? Yeah. Now, for some reason, Batfleck and Pattinson have been much more like, you know, Arkham and Dark Knight styled Batmans to where the cape is always back over the shoulders to the back, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It doesn't do, other than when Batfleck was jumping. You, want the, you want the whole cloak thing. I love it. Like the like Michael Keaton, come on. The, the still one of my very favorite fucking Batman shots is the very first Batman shot. When he comes sure. lowering down and the fucking wings, that... What? Ugh. And then what I liked about Bale is Bale did have plenty of nice big cloak moments. It wasn't afraid to actually drape the thing over his chest once in a while. Do you know what sure. I mean? And, yeah. Uh, I, I. But if you if, wanna, if, if you want a more had grounded, that, huh? If you want a more grounded Batman, then you can't take away the cape, but you have to find a way to to mitigate how stupid it would be in real life he flat out lost it after the thing right yeah but that was the one that took me out of it hold on if if you're a guy hold on if you're a billionaire and you're gonna fucking go out smashing people in the streets you're not gonna add a fucking cape to your costume so the fact that you can't take the cape off of batman you can't take the cape off of superman um you in 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 this case you mitigate it by making you know uh reduce its negative effect on what the person wearing it is doing or find some way to make sure it actually is a benefit wingsuit you know <laughs> except that kind of took me out of it like why just because the way it like I almost thought Bales was more believable because of the rigid. Like I get the rigidity, but like his suit literally kind of just like it puffed up <laughs> out of nowhere, and I was yeah. kind of like, but there was all the armor just over top of it. Where'd all that fucking armor go? Like all the armor didn't just like pop off. Like all of a sudden, armor suit turned into a big puffy Michelin man suit, and I was like, ah, that literally was the only thing that took me out of the movie at all what nah, was like yeah what? I, 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 don't, I don't feel like he would like that i don't know that was a bit fucking that one moment was i like the flight like i like the flight of it was realistic yeah. enough but just the way it came out of what he was wearing before uh that that for a millisecond i kind of went come on no nah, i was i was down you know? but I was down uh, with it. you know i i you know and i think also he would in a sequel have to learn to be a bit more Bruce Wayne and will probably yeah. have to but start that, getting I mean, more comfortable in that role, right? That's that, that's the thing. And uh, okay, go back to Zack Snyder for a second. Zack Snyder's Zack Snyder's Superman is a 
fucking misery. That character is a misery. And and the way the way that the movies are shot, miserable. Just oh God. There's nothing, there's nothing joyous about that Superman at all. This was the most miserable movie I think I've ever seen. <laughs> but it makes sense for Batman. That makes sense for Batman. When you think about his origin, like I mean, even Superman's origin involves the destruction of an entire planet. But then he finds the kindliest, or or he's found by the kindliest couple on Earth who take him in and (laughs) raise him good, all those Midwest values. I mean, they're responsible for uh, this... Uh, alien super monster <laughs> being an upstanding uh, uh, benefit to society. Okay, whereas Batman watches watches his parents die and then broods over it for the next three decades. <laughs> like I say. Like I say, if if Bruce, okay, here's an Elseworlds story being formulated. Uh, Bruce Wayne's parents are murdered, and he's adopted by the Kents. How does Bruce Wayne grow up differently if he's in a loving home? Interesting. Yeah. I'll tell you, he he doesn't he doesn't grow would up. They to be still Batman. have found Clark though. Would it would they be brothers? Would they grow up foster brothers? Eh, no, nah, say because that could say, be trippy. Say say there's yeah. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. No, let's not. Let's but not either way, I see your point of like yeah. If he Bruce Wayne had be, been he, given love, if he'd been given proper love and support, yeah. what actually he grows up to happened. be. He grows up to be mayor of Smallville. He doesn't grow up to be uh, dressed like Nosferatu. Right. Punching, punching, you know, punching psychos in the face. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, good times. Um, so, yeah, uh, the movie was big. It was uh, a lot. It was crazy. It was cool. Yeah. And, uh, you know, as you box heard, it's, it's a lot this. to go in on. A lot to go into. I think it's a lot. It's probably let's find let's find out. Let's go to let's you know what's not kind of fair though. AMC raised their price for this in the states, eh? Well, they just for this movie, that's not right. They found something that people would want to see, and they've got a they got a year and a half's worth of money to make up. Uh, last weekend, the Batman 134 million in 4000 uh so uh, currently as we record this which is Wednesday night the uh the domestic gross is 155.6 million the international is 124.2 so it has so far made 279.8 million doll hairs in uh and that's about five days here in five days that's pretty and uh do we know what the uh hold on there we go that's pretty epic yeah uh do we know what the budget was on this mother let's see if we can find the budget somewhere 
I enjoyed it though. The more it's sinking in and I do really appreciate, uh, you know, how much it's made me think and, uh, how deep it made me go in on something. Uh, yeah. so, you know, that's super, super cool. Uh, and I liked it. I love to percolate, you know, and I think you guys got a more in-depth, uh, you know, thought provoking review, uh, out of me than you might have uh, otherwise if I had just came straight out of it and been like bah, bah, bah. sometimes <laughs> you know the last time I got that excited was uh, I came right out of Rogue One and I was so just on unt- top oh, I was flying high when I came out of Rogue One and I got in yeah. my car and I just went straight onto Facebook and I went live on Facebook just to be like and it was so fucking great you know and uh, so much wonderful stuff has come since yeah and uh okay so the batman kids everybody go see it and uh, yes. there'll be lots more to talk about but uh as we're going on here i do want to touch on what happened today with the release of the obi-wan kenobi trailer uh what initially okay. had happened were images were dropped uh there was like four or five images that were dropped and uh you know, I thought that would be the excitement for the today for the day. And I got really excited. And then like an hour later, they actually dropped the damn teaser trailer. Yeah. Um, and I it, find I find out that trailers of stuff I want to see come out because in my YouTube subscriptions, somebody will have like already posted <laughs> their reaction video or their review. Right. So I, I didn't know the trailer had come out, uh, but four hours after it did. There were already a handful of, of trailer reviews. So I went and watched the trailer. Not I haven't watched any of the trailer reviews yet. Um, it looks good, wonderful. Good trailer. Oh, I great. know, I know you're probably you probably you probably just soiled your panties when I'm, you saw when you I'm, saw spinning lightsabers. Well, here's the thing, okay? <laughs> here's the thing though. I'm not a fan of those. Good. They, they're, I've told you before, they're stupid. Well, the reason they exist is for a lack of skill, right? Like, yeah, a Jedi doesn't need a lightsaber that spins on its own. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's just because you can't do it on your own kind of thing. And the that's the thing about the Inquisitors. The Inquisitors, all the Sith Inquisitors, they're not Sith. They're just, you yeah. know, they're just trained to be able to, they're just semi-force users trained to be able to be bitches and shit. And I'm really hoping that Obi-Wan handles a lot of them just handedly like he did in the cartoons, right? Yeah. Because um, it's not like, like, see, that's the thing. It's going to be interesting to see how they do this because they are throwing a lot of Clone Wars in there. And <clears throat> a lot of this stuff isn't a surprise all the way around. Because for anybody who watched the cartoons, a lot of those characters, like the, like the Grand Inquisitor, mm-hmm. um, They've already faced Obi-Wan in the show many, many times over. These are characters that he is quite familiar with. These aren't like uh, brand new villains that are after Obi-Wan for the first time, you know, like he's had to deal with this shit before. So, you know, it's obviously, you know, my prediction is, uh, you know, the show starts out. It's 10 years later. We see little Luke playing in his, you know, imaginary, you know. Get down off the roof, yeah, boy! Yeah, it's oh, it's so fucking great. <laughs> and we see Obi Wan all the ca- We're trying to capture water out of the air, and you're up on the roof playing right? like an idiot. Yeah, do some work. So he, he's a little <laughs> aged though, and he's a little weathered, and he's probably just been doing literally nothing but uh, 
yeah. looking after looking out for Luke for 10 years and obviously they find him and putting up with putting up with Qui-Gon's ghost yeah. walking around his And he's got to go man and he gets out of there and uh here's the thing best I, line hold on the best line of the trailer is the line from the inquisitor about uh about Jedi's and their it, nature yeah. can't help it he's at some point he's gonna up and Jedi some shit yeah, and then we uh, got it. That's it's, that's a fantastic his compassion. Line. Compassion leads a trail, or compassion yeah. leaves a trail. Yeah, yeah, and and that that is that that's basically the uh, the elevator pitch for the show from the Sith point of view is we're hunting we're hunting down the you know the last remnants of the Jedi. We know we didn't get them all. Uh, we just have to wait. We just have to have patience. They're gonna fuck up. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I thought it was. I, I think it's a fantastic one. I think Obi Wan, like Ewan's, gonna take this pretty deep. I think. I think he's gonna be. I think we're gonna get a bit of an evil Obi Wan. To be honest, I think we're gonna get a broken guy. He's lost mm-hmm. all his friends, all his family, everything he knows. Uh, you know, and he's had to stay at her. He's going to be kind of a bit of a broken dude at this point, I think. You know and, what the preview? You know what the preview for uh, the Obi Wan we're going to see in this show is? Uh, Luke in the Last Jedi. Uh, That's, no, that- no, because no, because uh, Luke in the Last Jedi has given up on the Force. He's given up on the Jedi. The Obi Wan is steadfast. Obi-Wan is spending all this time being as Jedi as he can be by looking over by the looking over the Jedi's last hope. Yeah. The thing about Obi-Wan is Obi-Wan at no point does he ever doubt the force or the Jedi. He is steadfast. That's Obi-Wan, man. I I take your I take your meaning, but I'm saying you can connect you can connect the dots. We're getting the middle dot now of Luke is going to that that aged Luke who tried to recreate the Jedi and fails with his own nephew and then F's off into exile is now going to be able to look back on the crazy old wizard who lived out beyond the Dune Sea and uh, the, the, the Muppet that Frank Oz was fisting (laughs) <laughs> and and say you know these are the mistakes they made mistakes they lost and they went into exile and it informs it's it the problem one of the problems with the jedi is that they're especially under yoda's leadership is yoda's not as yoda was not as smart as he thought he was he gets fooled again and again the jedi in that era, in the prequel era, get fooled again and again. And then Luke repeats their mistakes. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's what's weird about the that the the Boba Fett, man, those episodes. Yeah. yeah. That's the thing. Luke repeats and Ahsoka, their mistakes. It's weirder that Ahsoka's there with him, backing yeah. him up. Yeah. But, but here's, you know what's even weirder? The weirdest part of all of that. Is that Filoni knows this man? 
Dave Filoni knows way better than this. Ahsoka yeah, no, is no, 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 no. He's going to no, fix no, no, it. No, 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 He's no. going to do You're, something up you, his sleeve. You foolish, foolish young mm-hmm. man, you. He has, he has A and C. He needs to create B in the middle. Everything that he, he can't, Filoni can't create something that undoes uh, the future. Okay. Right. That's not what I'm meaning. Luke, but, but well, then why does why does Ahsoka being there uh, affect you so much? No, She's not him going being away. there. It's him agreeing that attachment that he can't be attached, and that uh, you know he right because be he, he has to he has to make the mistake. He has to make the mistake. He has to Luke in this in the post. Yes, Jedi I, era has to make the mistakes that lead to him going into exile. So you think mis- like Ahsoka is just going to let him like for his own good? She's just letting him? Ahsoka's, oh, I'm down to 5% battery, so we got to wrap this up on my end. Um, oh, Ahsoka is going off on her own mission soon. Ahsoka is just there at on a uh on a fly-in visit okay here yeah. here I'll, I'll you know uh, let me see what you're doing and then i'm out of here ahsoka's gonna go off and i mean we might never see her again after whatever until in, like the in show. The, it, yeah <laughs> but but that that you know uh, luke might never see her again okay yeah so she's gonna go off and do whatever with with grand admiral Thrawn. But in the meantime, Luke is going to be left alone to fuck it all up the same way that uh, same way that his Jedi uh, here's the thing I was thinking though to end on here's the thing I was thinking on to, to wrap this up and all the time okay. that Luke like because Luke's it, we learned Luke started his school right after Jedi, right? okay. And that lasted all. No, the this way- isn't right after. This isn't right after. Five Jedi. years. Sorry, this is five years after. Yeah, Jedi. come on. So man. five years later, he starts a school, and that yeah. means that the school then lasts another, however, what, eighteen years until Ben Solo is whatever age, right? Mm-hmm. So right. in eighteen years, was he able to train any other Jedi enough that they actually left the academy and weren't there when it got massacred? Could there, probably could there probably, be Skywalker then, trained Jedi out there? Just a question to leave for y'all to think on and ponder about. But I already have an answer. What you don't know? Probably, but then you have the Hopefully. Knights of Ren hunting them down. There you go. There's so much. There's so much that could come. That's beautiful stuff. Anthony, thank you for getting deep with me tonight, brother. Thank you. Thank you for having me. As always. Good times, kids. Check out the Handsome Genius. Uh, podcast it's on handsomegeniusclub.com patreon and a bunch of crap that oh no no more patreon oh that's not no no i I shut the the patreon is shut down for this calendar year while i'm in college i'm a call i'm a 50 year old college he was learning stuff uh yeah uh but handsomegeniusclub.com and on social media handsomegeniusclub 
or uh, HGC radio show, excuse me, HGC radio show on Twitter and Instagram. Perfect kids. Uh, not uh, this weekend as in that starts uh, tomorrow. Uh, or no, the next day. It's only Wednesday. I keep thinking I'm days ahead. Anyways, March 18th, 19th, and 20th. Toronto yep. Comic Con's happening at uh, the Metro Toronto Convention Center. Anthony will have a table there. Uh, I will be there hanging out at his table with him, uh, yep. especially as he goes off to uh, moderate and host a bunch of panels uh, that go on as well. So sketch battle, by. baby! I'm the, king of the, I'm, the new, I'm the new fan expo king of the sketch battle. Who's the, uh, do you know anybody? Who's- uh, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Find out when I show up, man. Perfect. Uh, so kids, come on uh, <laughs> down. And uh, next time we come back at you, we'll probably have uh, maybe something that uh, went on from there. Uh, but for uh, for now, that's all we're going to have this week on an elegant weapon, kids. Uh, back at Ace. Peace.